Spinner. Welcome to Notebook, your guide to art, culture and tourism here in Tokyo and throughout Japan. I'm Stuart Monroe and around this time each Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I'll bring a selection of local news and views. On today's episode, we pay our respects to YMO member Yukihiro Takahashi, but first, technology. In the push towards sustainability, the carmaker Toyota is now outlining its conversion from fossil fuels to electric motors. But in a bit to allay fears the company was falling behind competitors, the automaker explained it has all the engineering and financial know-how required to remain competitive. Speaking at the Tokyo Auto Salon last Friday, Chief Executive Akio Toyoda said it would take forever if every car they made was zero emission. Converting old cars to go green, he claimed, was the better option. Toyoda is also an avid racer, and hopes to dispel the myth that clean cars are inherently less fun. Previewing film footage from the carmaker's victories at last year's Rally Australia and Rally de España, alongside Toyota's battery electric, hydrogen-powered AE86 model, underscoring the strategy to convert traditional petrol-based engines. The Japanese government's considering to lift its request to wear masks indoors, marking what could be a dramatic, although unsurprising, change to its anti-coronavirus practice. The policy change has long been discussed, aiming to downgrade the legal status of COVID-19 to that of seasonal flu, with this Sunday also marking three years since Japan detected its very first case of the coronavirus infection. Measures were revised last May, with the government saying masks worn outdoors were unnecessary as long as people weren't conversing. Wearing them indoors, though, was advised, except for when observing a distance of two or more metres, or where there was virtually no conversation taking place at all. The policy change may come as early as this spring. In the United States, for example, rules for wearing masks has been based on the number of hospitalised patients, and the requirement to wear them was removed in all 50 states. But residents in some quarters have asked for them to remain due to the very real threat of a triple-demic of coronavirus, influenza and a respiratory virus. In Japan, disease experts and doctors remain cautious, saying it's better to wear them when out and about at all costs. Some say removing masks at once, as done in the United States and European countries, could lead to an increase in COVID-related deaths, as those aged 65 and over in Japan account for almost 30% of the population. Meanwhile, an avalanche in Hokkaido last Friday has confirmed to have taken the life of one foreign female skier. According to local police, two guides and eight foreign tourists at the time of the incident were skiing off piece on Mount Yote, a mountain east of Sapporo considered to be the Mount Fuji of the north. The skiers were following their guides when the woman went off course and became engulfed by the avalanche. Local police in the nearby town of Kuchan received an emergency call that afternoon from another foreign tourist on the mountain, after which a rescue team was dispatched, transporting the woman to hospital by helicopter, where she was later pronounced dead. The area straddling Kuchan and the neighbouring town of Niseko forms a key ski resort known for the quality of its soft snow, attracting many a foreign visitor. The Japan Meteorological Agency in Sapporo reported that Friday's high temperature in Kuchan was 8 degrees C, equivalent to a day in early April, prompting it to issue avalanche warnings for the area 
since last Thursday. Yukihiro Takahashi, the legendary drummer with YMO, Yellow Magic Orchestra, passed away last weekend aged 70. A designer by trade, he'd turn up in the oddest of places, most notably acting in Labyrinth of Cinema from 2019, the final film by director Obayashi Nobuhiko. In it, he's one of three protagonists who visit a cinema screening its final film. All three become absorbed by the film they're watching, literally becoming part of the story and characters within the structure of a war film, a war that all three then tried to prevent. Or earlier still, in Obayashi's 1988 horror film The Discarnates, where Takashi drifts in and out of one scene and one scene alone, wearing a series of different hats. Not to be ignored though are his solo albums which we'll leave for another episode, but if you listen to or watch one thing this week, make it a YMO performance on either the American TV show Soul Train from 1980 or their entire performance that same year at the Tokyo Budokan. Two blistering performances made even better by their track Tighten Up. By way of a complete tangent, a friend aboard recently inquired about booking tickets to visit the Studio Ghibli Museum in Tokyo's Kichijoji, which reopened last year having been closed throughout the pandemic. Reserving tickets aboard isn't possible at the moment and need to be bought in Japan, and you can't buy them from the museum either, whether you're in the country or not. Instead, they're available from the Lawson Convenience Store, so if queuing's your thing, as are huge groups of people being herded around a museum, well, think about setting aside a few hours when here, to buy tickets, and then descend into a museum which we will no doubt explore in future episodes. That's it for this episode of Notebook. Be sure to check in again on Wednesday, January the 18th. If you enjoyed this or any of the episodes throughout 2022, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts or spread the word online. You can also email the Notebook team, notebook.podcast at gmail.com with thoughts for future episodes. Until next time though, thanks for listening. This has been Notebook.